Welcome to the Christian Pregnancy Podcast. I'm Gladys, a mom of two who has been through the struggles of getting pregnant, staying pregnant, being pregnant, followed by a challenging childbirth and postpartum. I believe that children are a gift from God and a journey into motherhood is meant to be a blessed one. But the evil one has come to kill, steal and destroy our joy and peace. And that is why so many are struggling with stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum. As daughters of God, Jesus has come that we may have abundant life. And this abundant life includes joy and peace throughout your motherhood journey. If you are ready to overcome stress and fear in pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum by applying God's word in your life, get ready for a peaceful and joyful ride into motherhood when you discover who you truly are and connect with your Heavenly Father in deeper ways. If you are ready to thrive and not just survive through your pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum, hop on in, sit tight as we ride together into motherhood with Jesus at the wheel. Hi, Daughter of God. First of all, I'd like to say that if you have been listening to the Christian Pregnancy Podcast, I would like to invite you to come and join the growing community on Facebook. It is at bit.ly slash Christian Pregnancy Group. That is bit.ly slash Christian Pregnancy Group. It's still quite new and I created the group for my podcast listeners to hang out and also to support one another in this motherhood journey. So whether you are currently pregnant or have already given birth recently or have been a mom for a long time, you are so welcome to join the community on Facebook. Head on over to bit.ly slash Christian Pregnancy Group to join. The link is also in the show notes. Today's episode is going to be all about reading the Bible. The journey of motherhood is a partnership with God to raise up kingdom warriors for the next generation, who will love God and worship God. And by partnering with God, we get to come to Him, to hear from Him, and it is our joy and privilege to have the Bible as a way for God to speak to us. As moms or moms-to-be, we are constantly bombarded with ideas and worldly thoughts about how parenting should look like. If we are not careful, we will easily follow the pattern of this world, and adopt the world's view of what it means to be a successful mother or a good mother. It is also not a one-size-fits-all answer for everyone, because each mom, each one of us, is uniquely made by God, just as each child is uniquely made by God, with different circumstances, different temperaments, and different personalities. So it is all about knowing God's heart and kingdom values knowing what God values as opposed to what the world values. To know that, we get to know that by reading God's word itself, the Bible. Let me share some scripture with you. Firstly, this is one of my favorite. 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 to 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So, in this verse, it says that all scripture is from God, and it literally is God's word. It is useful for teaching, reproof, correction, and training, so that the man 
or in our case, the woman of God, may be equipped for every good work. Now, when it refers to good work, it says every good work. And it doesn't mean just church-related work or anything related to ministry. In fact, raising your children to become men and women who love God and worship God with all their hearts, soul and strength is one of the good works that's covered in this verse. I encourage you to read Psalm 119. It's a really long psalm and it is a treasure as there are many references about the importance of the Bible as God's word. For example, Psalm 119 verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Psalm 119 verse 11. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So, to know God's ways so that we would walk rightly before Him and not according to the ways of the world, we need to store up God's word in our heart and we do so, we do this storing up of His word by reading the Bible. If we want to train our children to be godly and live a pure life according to God's standard, the way is to teach our children God's word and how to live according to biblical principles. We can only do this if we know what the Bible says. And by knowing this, it is not just so that we can tell them using our words. Instead, it is about knowing what the Bible says, truly knowing it such that we apply it to our lives and live according to it. And it becomes as instinctive to us as second nature. Our children observe us and they see everything that we do, they know the way we live. Whether we are living the way God encourages us to do by loving one another, responding in kindness, honouring your spouse, being generous, and so much more. Our children see all that and more. And we can only live out what we truly know. That's why it is so important to know and read the Bible. So how to get started as a busy mom or mom-to-be? That would actually depend on where you are right now and which season of motherhood you are in. To illustrate, let me just share with you my story. When I was pregnant and didn't have any children to look after, I had lots of time to read the Bible and would frequently read 5 to 10 chapters a day. I remember being so hungry for the word and just reading and reading partly because I was also feeling quite fearful during the pregnancy as I shared how I went through a few miscarriages and I found this peace in God's word. So when I was doing that, I dreamt of how when my son was born, I would just love to hold him and read the Bible aloud to him as a newborn so that he would be soaked in the word of God even as a baby. And that was my dream when I was pregnant. But when he was born, reality came crashing in. I was in a totally chaotic state of mind and taking care of newborn was very overwhelming for me. So the picture that I had, the dream that I had in my mind of calmly breastfeeding my baby while joyfully reading the Bible to him was completely shattered as I struggled with each breastfeeding session and I was drained out physically and mentally most days. And 
most of the time, most days during the newborn phase, I could only manage the worst of the day as my Bible reading. Looking back, during my pregnancy time, I had probably been too idealistic and there is really no shame in just reading one verse if that was all I could manage. If you are able to read to your newborn chapters and chapters of the Bible, go for it. If you are not able to, just like I wasn't able to, there is also no shame in that. There is power even in that single verse of the day or in whatever verses you can remember in your mind from your past Bible reading. Now that I have two active toddlers, my time with the Lord in the morning is usually to read one chapter a day and some days I can only manage half a chapter because of some interruption and it is okay. I'm still feeding my spirit with the Word of God daily. If I miss a day or two and I am not able to find another time in the day to catch up with, with the reading of that day, I will have uh, to just catch up the following day and there is no sweat about it and no condemnation about it. In short, my story is to encourage you to start where you are depending on your circumstance and the stage of life that you are in. If you have time and capacity to read more, go for it. If you don't, I encourage you to make time for a short Bible reading session in the morning or before bed or whichever timing which best fits into your daily routine and do what you can to read the Word. There is no condemnation and no competition with one another in reading the Bible. The main thing is not about doing it as a checklist item daily, but realizing that this is the living Word of God that you are reading and consuming into your spirit each day, which builds up your spirit. It is God's Word being spoken to you, to your spirit, as you read His Word. There will only be benefits to reading God's Word, and these benefits are not only for you, but also for your children and eventually your children's children. As you allow God's Word to change you to be more like Him, the people closest to you, your children, will receive the direct impact of the changed life that you are living. Isn't that just wonderful? So many times, we want to do the best for our children. And it is so simple that one of the many things that we can do for our children that will benefit them in many ways is to read the Bible consistently and regularly. This is also a reminder to me, even as I am sharing this with you, the Holy Spirit is reminding me to apply this into my own life and to not take the Bible reading, to not take my Bible reading for granted. Now, on to the topic of which version I recommend. Honestly, I read a different version each time and each season of my life. So currently, I'm reading the Passion Translation as I am rereading the New Testament books. Previously, I have read other versions such as the ESV, the NKJV, and NIV, and other lesser-known translations. I find it good to read different translations because the nuances of the word choices by the translators will highlight different aspects of the words. Also, I found that if I am too familiar with a particular translation, 
I tend to skim through the words. I just skim through it without actually reading the verses. So to have an unfamiliar version to read for me, it makes Bible reading fresh again. And whenever I find a particular verse from my reading uh, that I would like to memorize or look deeper into, if I find a particular significant verse, I would go to biblehub.com, that's biblehub.com, and enter the verse in it, and it will show you different translations of the verse. I would also sometimes go into the original language. So for me, reading the New Testament currently, that would be Greek. I would go to the Greek under the Bible Hub website, and I found that really helps me to understand and see the verse as it originally meant. I like to share an example of why it is so important to read different translations as well as going into the original language. So for me, I had memorized Romans 8 verse 28 for many years in the NKJV translation. And this reads as, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are who are called according to his purpose. For years, I had misunderstood this verse to mean that things must work for good since I love God. And when things start to go wrong in my life, as when my miscarriages happen, I kept trying to work it out, so-called work it out for good in my mind, coming up with many reasonings of why this could have happened and how it could work out in the end. And when I could finally make sense of it and have it work for good in my mind, something else would happen and then I was again trying to figure out how this new thing would work for good in my life. And this led to a lot of stress and fear in my life and anxiety also because I was constantly trying to figure things out by myself. And when I couldn't, which it happens usually, I would start to doubt whether I love God or whether I was called according to his purpose as it said in the words. One day, I was reading another translation, the NIV, I think. And this in NIV, this verse reads as, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And it dawned on me then, that in that instant, it dawned on me, that God was the one who would be the one working all things for good. And therefore, I do not have to strive and stress about figuring how all things would work for good for me. And it also gave me freedom from the doubts that I had whether I actually love God or not, because the verse says that God will work things for good and I don't have to figure it out. So if I can't figure it out, so be it because I love God and He would work things for good. And this was such a huge relief for me. So ever since then, whenever I had a verse that really spoke to me, I would look it up on biblehub.com to read it in all the different uh, translations and choose the best version to memorize. So I hope this sharing has been helpful to you. I'd like to ask you to come on over to the Facebook community or you can connect with me on Instagram at Christian Pregnancy because I love to hear from you and get to know you, my listeners. 
I also want to hear about where you are stuck or what are you struggling with in your journey to motherhood so that I can best serve you on this podcast. So let me know. I'm open to all messages, all DMs. And the best way to reach me is to post on my Facebook community at bit.ly slash Christian Pregnancy Group or send me a DM on Instagram at Christian Pregnancy. I would love to hear from you. And if you have any questions, any comments, just let me know. I'd love to connect with you. So to wrap up, let's close with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for your word, the Bible, that is given to us that we may know you and know your heart. Forgive us for taking it lightly and not recognizing the importance of reading your word. Please help us to read the Bible consistently and joyfully and would you speak to us as we read your word. Thank you so much, God. In Jesus' name, Amen. If this podcast has blessed you, please share it with a friend who needs it and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This would help this show bless more women who need to learn to apply God's Word in their lives in the motherhood journey. Also, come join the Christian Pregnancy Podcast free Facebook group and get on the wait list for the Christian Pregnancy course. The links are in the show notes. See you in the next episode and may God bless you with His peace and joy always.